This is Remember When with Harvey Deegan on 882 6PR. It is time to talk classic films with Peter Taylor. And if you saw the Philadelphia story, you'd probably recognise that theme. Welcome to the show again, Peter. How are you doing? Thank you very much, and welcome to all Six Power listeners. Indeed. What a magnificent movie. Going back, of course, many, many, many years, and a couple of Oscars later, and some fantastic cast members in the first uh, version, if you like, of the Philadelphia story. Yeah, absolutely. What a terrific movie. And when it comes to romantic comedies, it's probably one of the ones that uh, sticks up there with the best of them over the years. Uh, Harvey and you know obviously the the backstory behind Philadelphia story obviously based on a great uh, stage play by uh, the writer Philip Barry, um, which Hepburn starred in and travelled around the country uh, back in 1939, and of course poor Catherine at the time, although she had already won an Academy Award back in 1934 for Morning Glory, uh, by 1939 she was regarded as box office poison. In fact, she had about four or five duds in a row. And uh, I, I think it was getting fairly hard for her to get a movie role and with her friends, Mr. Howard Hughes, who funded her, and she was able to buy the rights to the Philadelphia story with herself having a fair bit of control in who was going to act in the film. Now, obviously, for most of our audience already know and love this film. It's been around for so many years, 80 to be in fact. But, of course, it's a, it's a comedy that, faces, that focuses on Tracy Lord, Catherine Hepburn, this Philadelphia socialite who split from a husband, um, played by brilliantly by Cary Grant, and uh, she's basically years later to wed this wealthy uh, George Kitteridge, played by John Howard, and uh, who looks a bit like Clark Gable actually. And she crosses paths with both Dexter and a prime reporter called Macaulay Connor, or, or um, as I referred to in the, in the film, Mike Connor, and. Uh, it ensures this fact that there are really three men who she's trying to decide who she's really in love with. Is she really still in love with the man she divorced two years ago or is she in love with her new fiancé or the new undercover reporter who's there to report on her marriage as a socialite? Look, this is a lovely film. I watched it again just recently and it just made me think just how wonderful uh, the cast are, the script is, just a fantastic film all the way around with Philadelphia Story. And Hepburn, of course, just relaunched her career uh, from that time. And I think even at the beginning, uh, when she had control over this film, Harvey, it was quite interesting because she actually wanted two different actors to play the role that Cary Grant and James Stewart played, obviously very close to uh, Spencer Tracy at the time. She was keen to have Spencer Tracy play one of the roles and have Clark Gable play the other. But uh, sadly, uh, her um, director, George Cukor, said, no, 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 we think that uh, Cary Grant and James Stewart are going to be the right vehicles for this movie. And he was right. It was an incredible success. Cary Grant, as I understand it, demanded top billing. Um, uh, uh, Absolutely, yeah. 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 Uh, Over and above James Stewart, yeah. Yeah, well, even above <laughs> over above Catherine Hepburn. Yeah. Um, he wanted to make sure that obviously he was a star at the time anyway and uh, one of his roles and conditions for, for taking there was to make sure that he actually got top billing um, with it. So James Stewart, in fact, he won the Academy Award for Best Actor for it and uh, which was, uh, I, I thought all three performances were this. Um, Catherine was nominated for Best Actress but lost. Um, but the film in itself, though, I, you know, there were so many fantastic 
romantic comedies over the years that we can, um, you know, particularly in the 90s, if you think even with films with uh, Meg Ryan and uh, 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 Billy Crystal and uh, wonderful films like When Harry Met Sally. Look, I think there's been such a wonderful... Uh, it's, it's one of those type of films that people just enjoy watching. Guys like watching it with their wives or girlfriends and friends. And I think it's just one of those films that has a really good feel about it. And uh, I think with something like Philadelphia Story, it doesn't really matter who you speak to. Even if they say, look, I'm not familiar with it. You watch the film, you see how witty the comedy is. The script writing is so sharp and the performances are excellent. In fact, it's so funny because when, as I mentioned before, she got the rights to the movie, Catherine Hepburn had actually made a comment, the fact that she, um, people expected her to fall flat in the face and were hoping that she was. And, of course, one of the opening scenes of the movie is actually when uh, Carrie Grant, after she breaks his golf clubs, actually <laughs> pushes her. It's actually one of the great scenes from the movie, flat in her face and... Uh, it was uh, sort of quite ironic that people actually saw a fall flat in the face. So, uh, look, I, I, I love this movie. I think it's great. And my wife's a huge, avid Catherine Hepburn fan, so she enjoyed watching it with me as well. And uh, it's just such a terrific movie and one that uh, uh, I love reviewing, love looking at it. And, and I think it's uh, one film, if you ever get a chance to see it, do watch it because the performances are just fantastic. Yeah, and I understand that Cary Grant was actually given the choice of the two main male characters to play, and he chose what could be described as the less showy part. Oh, very much so. Yes, absolutely. Playing her um, divorced husband, um, it was uh, much of a lesser role than that of James Stewart as the undercover reporter reporting on this you know, wonderful wedding. It's really interesting too, uh, Harvey, because back in that time too, the, the censorship board was quite strict um, in America, and you couldn't, uh, uh, infidelity wasn't something you could actually portray on the screen. So you basically had to have something at the beginning of the movie defining what it was, and then the person could go on and flirt and meet and have that. But you couldn't have a film based on the fact that they were committing the adultery throughout the film. Very, mm. very interesting. Um, but when the Hayes Code came in in what, 1934, I think it was so. Um, but it was obviously a very, very uh, uh, magnificent uh, stage play with that as well. A few of the characters were left out from the stage play, but that, uh, when the film was released in 1940, they actually only had a very limited release when the film first came out um, because the stage play was still doing a lot of work all around America, and I don't think they wanted to uh, conflict with that happening at the time. So then it had a... Um, limited release in 1940, then had its major release back in 1941. Yeah. James Stewart, as I understand it, did not want to go to the Academy Awards because he didn't think he would win. And uh, he was sort of, they kind of said to him, uh, <coughs> James, I'd turn up if I were you, mate. Because he, he always felt that Henry Fonda should have won. Yeah. The, uh, the, Grapes of Wrath, yeah. Yeah, the, for, for the best actor for Grapes of Wrath. But... Um, uh, no, the the Academy went with James for his uh, his role in uh, the Philadelphia Story. Interesting. Yeah, true. But, but I, remembering too, the year beforehand, he had been nominated for Mr. D- uh, uh, Deed Goes to Washington, which was a fantastic performance for Stewart. Um, but he lost out on that role to um, uh, Richard Donner, I think it was. Um, uh, and so when he was nominated for the next year, you, you're very right, Harvey. I think he was a bit reluctant to go 
well, no, I don't want to sort of miss out on twice and mm. having, uh, um, you know, Henry Fonda, which was, he did a great performance in Grapes of Wrath. That was a fantastic film. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but no, he, he did win and, and so did the writer as well. So, uh, and Donald uh, Ogden Stewart, so who was the screenwriter, which was fantastic. So, mm. Best uh, uh, screenplay uh, Oscar went to Donald Ogden Stewart uh, yeah. for the, the movie Philadelphia Story. And rather overshadowed by the huge names was a woman who actually performed, or I thought put in a remarkable acting performance, Ruth Hussey, and was actually nominated as Best Supporting Actress. Didn't win, but she got a nomination. Yeah, you know, I, I saw that. I, look, I thought her performance was okay, but, um, yeah, it was okay, but really compared to the, the three leads, I didn't feel... Um, well, I've seen a few, you know, women win supporting actress awards, and I, I thought it was okay. It was a good, strong performance, but mm. uh, um, I just, to be honest, with me, I, th- I think this just absolutely um, showcased Catherine Hepburn. A lot of people had said that with her role, um, it really reflected the real type of person that she was. A bit bullshit, a bit difficult to work with but also a very vulnerable person as well. Mm. Um, but no, Ruth was a, played a very nice role as the photographer to James uh, Stewart's uh, reporter. Uh, some brilliantly funny scenes throughout the movie with it as well, without spoiling it for people. But if they get a chance to either watch it on one of the streaming services, and I'm sure it's available on most of them now, yeah. well, um, it is certainly one to pick up and watch. Now, is it true that, I don't know, 15, 16 years later, we, we've all obviously heard the, um, of the movie High Society, is it true that High Society was actually, in effect, a remake of the Philadelphia story? Yeah, abs- absolutely. It, it was great. And obviously Grace Kelly played the role that uh, Catherine did back in 1940. And then you had uh, Ben Crosby and uh, Frank Sinatra. Frank Sinatra took on the role that uh, James Stewart had and uh, Ben Crosby, that of, of Cary Grant. Look, great film again, and I think it was um, Grace Kelly's last film from memory. I think it was uh, 1956 that they did that. But again, at the time, in the mid-'50s, you're talking at three major artists again, you know, yeah. um, Ben Crosby, top of his game, um, and, uh, I mean, Grace Kelly, she had done a couple of Hitchcock films at the time, and, of course, uh, Frank Sinatra was just absolutely red hot in the 50s. So, uh, yeah, fantastic. But, of course, a musical version of it as well. And, of course, having Bing Crosby and uh, uh, Frank Sinatra, they certainly uh, could put out a tune. They sure could. Uh, you're, of course, the man at George Day Caravans. What you got going there at the moment, mate? Well, look, we're actually looking for stock now, uh, would you believe it? <laughs> and we're, we're, we're buying at stock if people want to bring in and sell their caravans and uh, looking to upgrade. Uh, yep, we're, we're available and our, our sales team are there ready and waiting to uh, see you when you come in and offer you a fantastic price on your caravan or your motorhome if you're keen to sell it because it is still a very hot market out there. Yeah, it is. Indeed, it is for obvious reasons. Now, where do we find you in George Day Caravans, Peter? Uh, 1950 Albany Highway in Maddington. Marvellous stuff. Philadelphia Story, a great movie, mate. Thanks for reminding us of just how great it was. We look forward to the next time when you bring us a classic movie on Remember When. Thanks for your time tonight, mate. Really appreciate it. My pleasure, Harvey.